Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on Fridays in May, each film touches upon Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or the hard way to enlightenment and the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie at nortonsimon.org. Support comes from Pasadena Playhouse, presenting Jelly's Last Jam. Follow Jelly Roll Morton, the self-proclaimed inventor of jazz, in this ambitious musical masterpiece that's sure to blow the roof off the theater. Performances begin May 29th. Tickets at PasadenaPlayhouse.org. Elias Studios. Cheap Fast Eats, rainy day edition. Here we are. Hey, we're in Boyle Heights. We're on the streets of Boyle Heights. This is such a historic neighborhood to the community of Los Angeles as a whole. This thigh meat is so juicy. Pizza for two. If that doesn't scream date night, I don't know what does. Wow, we're getting fancy here on Cheap Fast Eats. I will say this is not the first time we order oysters on the show. While, yes, it is a predominantly Latino neighborhood now, we saw Japanese immigrants come to the area of Boyle Heights, Jewish immigrants too as well. Oh, and the first location for Cantor's Deli was here in Boyle Heights. Part of the beauty that is Boyle Heights is there's been a lot of resistance towards gentrification and for right reason. You know, actually Boyle Heights have some pretty cute corridors. They, we have Main Street, we have Cesar Chavez, we have Mariachi Plaza. We're gonna discuss that in a little bit, but first let's grub. Brian, are you ready to have some fried chicken? I am so ready to have fried chicken. Here we are, Pioneer Chicken on the corner of Soto and Whittier Boulevard in historic Boyle Heights. It is lunchtime, a lot of people are coming in. So people even came in and bought some merch t-shirts from this spot. So I know there's a historic thing. My buddy and I, we grew up with the O.J. Simpson commercials. Why are you so happy? Pioneers in that film Monday Night Football special for that. All my buddies have uh, appetites of lions and bears. <laughs> like Raiders, like Zion, like Buccaneers. 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 Like Raiders, I'm Dave, and I'm here at Pioneer Chicken. <laughs> so the chain began in 1961. It quickly expanded to, I believe, 270 locations throughout Los Angeles. So this was kind of like the homegrown fried chicken spot, you know? As we kind of see, there's all these historic pictures of the place. They used to have advertisements and, and all this kind of stuff. So it was a big deal back in the day. But I think sometime in the early 2000s, the company uh, filed bankruptcy. They pretty much all went away. However, this location on uh, Soto and Boyle Heights has always been in existence. And they also have one in Bell Gardens. Oh, this is the number one place I come to for chicken. They know me personally. I worked at Pioneer when I was 19 and I miss it nearby. Which location did you used to work at? On Lincoln Boulevard in Santa Monica, near Pico. They're everywhere, everywhere, huh? They used to be. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and do a two-piece basket with fries. And then we're also gonna do a two-piece chicken dinner. Let's do um, mashed potatoes and uh, spicy rice. 
Wow. Look at this crispy chicken. Smells so good. I don't think I've ever had a batter like this. No, like the batter is very unique. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's it's not that hard crispiness of a fried chicken. Mm -hmm. It's easy enough to bite into. And nowadays I feel like I look for quality over the razzle-dazzle of things. Yes. Um, this meat is so juicy. <laughs> this thigh meat is so juicy, so I love it. The consistency of the batter, I think, is really part of the standout of the dish itself. It really kind of brings it into its own. You're munching on uh, the dinner, um, which looks like you ate a good portion of it already, so, I mean, so I good job. Good job here. for that, yeah. This is LA style fried chicken, you know, with a period. Because I think it's um, it's distinctive to its own. Um, I do have to ask you because I, what I saw from some coverage is that the owners are Latinos and I'm like, fried chicken doesn't come from our communities. It usually comes from Southern black communities. Um, do you feel like the black communities that were coming here through the great migration in the, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, influence this business to grow as big as it did? Definitely, definitely. I, I think you hit the nail on the head, you know? And that's the waves of different migrations that this area has seen. So while yes, it is a predominantly Latino neighborhood now, it is by no means, you know, the, the only wave of immigrants that have come through this area. So it's owned by a brother and sister team now uh, who are just kind of trying to revitalize it and sort of preserve some of the history. So we usually try to focus on independent businesses at Cheap Fast Eats, but I thought this would be a fun little one to kind of, you know, up that nostalgic factor a little bit. And it is very LA made too. And um, I just love the fact that Ernesto and his family and others are really kind of keeping this alive in, in that respect. My name's Ernesto Aguirre and we're here at Pioneer Chicken in Boyle Heights. My family owns Pioneer Chicken. They've been owning it for the past few decades and pretty much I'm just helping them run. Marketing, operations as a whole, culinary, everything. Yeah. And you, you run this uh, establishment with your sister, correct? Yeah, it's with my sister. It's just family as a whole, cousins, my, my mom, everyone's involved. You know, we have uh, cooks that have been cooking for the last 30 years here. So it's not just me. I have always the whole team. Everyone's doing it, yeah. My, my grandparents used to run it, so growing up, I've always been involved with Pioneer Chicken and just knowing the ins and outs. Tell me, so this is one of the only two locations left of, of, of the chain. Tell me about like what it's like when people come in, you know? Um, what, 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 do you, what are the looks on their faces? What do they tell you? When I would be covering the register, People would come, sometimes people would be crying. They're like, oh, my grandma passed away. She used to give me this. And you hear people who are so like emotionally attached to the, the brand and pretty much it just motivates you and drives you and it makes you feel special. You know, there's times where uh, your life could be so repetitive, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. But then you realize, oh, wait, hold up. There's people that haven't ate this in so long. And we're bringing back not just like good food, which is like what we do best, but we're bringing like emotions and nostalgia they haven't felt in a long time and I feel like it's really powerful, you know. Pioneer Chicken was one of the fastest growing franchises in all of America. So when you talk about the roots of like fast food, Pioneer Chicken's like one of the pioneers literally of uh, fast food. But now I feel like in the chicken industry at least it's a lot more hot chicken. Where we're doing something really classic, shoestring fries with regular, you know, classic batter and biscuits. So it's very simple, just done right. You 
remain largely for the community, right? I mean, the prices seem pretty much the same as they always have and all that, you know, I mean, people are coming in, you know, yeah, you have people that are traveling far to come here, but it seems like there's a lot of local folks that are coming in too, a lot oh. of folks on their lunch break and that kind of thing. 100%, um, we're not even on delivery apps because we can't. We have lines that we can't keep up with on the weekend sometimes, and we want to be able to accommodate every service. Especially nowadays, with everything being so advanced, I feel like sometimes we can feel a little bit lost or a little bit uh, scared of what's to come. And I feel like the answer sometimes is just to look back. We look back at things that we're comfortable with, that we're familiar with, that we knew we loved. I would say our priority is to make sure that everyone that's here is getting the best version of Pioneer that they can remember. That's our priority. We're not really chasing anything else. All right, this was a hit. Definitely coming back to Pioneer Chicken. We got a two-piece chicken for $7.99, the two-piece chicken dinner for $11.99. So you can kind of pick and choose what's the best option for you, but there are definitely cheap fast eats. What's next for us, Scott? I think we're gonna do some pizza. Uh, at another historic venue. Are you ready? Fried chicken and pizza? All right, God. You know what this means. Before this was Cesar Chavez, it was actually known as Brooklyn Avenue. And we're actually headed to Brooklyn Avenue Pizza now. I think this is a cute place to talk a little briefly about the changes and stuff. Well, Heights has some pretty cute corridors. They, we have Main Street, we have Cesar Chavez, we have Mariachi Plaza. Like, there's a lot of spaces that are newer and also historic. You know, something that we, we did talk about when we thought about coming here to eat and explore through food is that in the like mid to later 2010s, yeah art galleries coming in, rents were getting expensive, people were being priced out from businesses to um, community members, and there was a huge push against gentrification. And I just wanted to highlight that because it's still very Latino. Um, over 85% of people who live here are Latino descent or Latino themselves, and I still feel like Boa Heights is uh, an example of how organizations and community members have kind of resisted gentrification to its fullest potential, I guess you can say. Yeah, I, I would say part of the beauty that is Boyle Heights is that there's been a lot of resistance towards gentrification and, and, and for right reason too, because you know this is such a historic neighborhood to the community of Los Angeles as a whole, you know, as we were talking about the different immigrant waves that have come through. Um, but I think if we look at through the lens of today, you really seen the old and the new kind of coexist together. We have Sakura Market, a reference to Japanese culture. You also have Milpa Grill, which is a newer cafe, but caters to a largely Latino audience. I see the uh, Colombian flag outside of Felix the Cat Barber Shop, which I, I just think is adorable. We also have a, a tortilleria here. Uh, there was a gentleman just unloading big plastic bags of masa preparada in here. So it's a little bit of everything for everybody. There's something that I want to kind of point out about this location, okay? So behind you, Brian, there's a sign that says Brooklyn Avenue Pizza Company. So that's where the cheap fast eats come in. But this is the same location for the Paramount, which is this marquee that you see above us. This is actually a live venue slash performance space. It started out as sort of like a 60s dance club and like different uh, Latino R&B artists would come here. Uh, 
touring acts, etc. And then in the 70s and 80s, it became like a punk rock uh, club too. That's also served as, you know, a quinceanera hall and all of that kind of stuff too. That's where we're here to grab a slice of pizza and check out some of the history. And maybe see a punk show one of these days? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Is it possible to grab a couple slices of pizza today? Yeah. Okay, cool. What are your choices for slices today? So for slices today? right here, we, we always have the cheese and OG. Okay. And our daily special, it always changes every month. Yeah. So last month was a mole slice. Ooh. So this month is our, our meat lovers. Okay. Yeah. Can we do uh, a slice of each? Okay. All three? Do we want to double up on anything? No. Okay. So Brian, what do you think of this place? Um, I love that it has a bar, LOL. <laughs> um, full bar. Full bar, and it has a cute design inside. This is definitely, I'm sure it's like a Friday night spot, a Saturday night spot to come and grab pizza and some drinks with your fellas and your girls. Um, it's a spot, it seems like a spot. Is it giving date night vibes, you think? You know, it is February for all the lovers out there. They're looking for the Romo vibes. You know what? One of my favorite things to eat with a special someone is pizza and a movie and chilling. Okay. And so like, yeah, come bring your girl, your guy, or your non-binary like partner um, and bring them out here. I love this pizza for two starting at $50. Any pizza, any salad, any wine. If that doesn't scream date night, I don't know what does, so. Wait, Gob, were you trying to ask me something? It seems a little sus right now, like. I mean, I'm just very passionate about romance, and you know, here at Brooklyn Avenue's Pizza, they seem like they got the right idea. Katie, I hope you're hearing this. That's my wife, she's probably laughing at us right now. <laughs> so right here is a OG um, slice, which is obviously, you know, like an original pizza as a pepperoni. And then we have like classic cheese pizza. And then our meat lovers, that's our daily special for this month. Pork sausage, bacon, and pepperoni. And this is all wood fire, right? Yeah. You got that beautiful wood fire oven. Yeah, that, um, we had it uh, sent from Italy. Oh, wow. My name's David. Um, we're here at Brooklyn Pizza in Boyle Heights. I grew up here. I was born here and raised. It's a really nice community. A lot of entrepreneurship is growing here. You just said the, the changes are, are good and interesting. Um, was there anything bad to that? Um, well, growing up, obviously, you know, there was always a lot of gangs and all that, a lot of, a lot of like bad things going on back then. I had friends who like got killed and all that. So since everything's like, you know, changing and all that, it's mostly kicking all that bad stuff away, you know? And I guess that's good in, in some ways, mostly because also I got little brothers and siblings and all that. And I don't want them growing a part of that, you know? But as times change, you know, everything changes as well. It's honestly like, a good and bad. Not many people can afford like, you know, the change and all that of living here. But at the same time, you know, it's it's a better future for the younger crowd and all that. Thank you, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Right. Who wants what? I want the meat lovers. I want to try the meat lovers. Okay. So this has bacon, uh, pepperoni, and other good stuff. Let's try this. It's been said that it's hard to find a slice in LA, and I would tend to agree, you know? In parts in New York and what have you, they have things called like walking pizza, where you literally can walk into a place and eat a slice of pizza and keep walking. You don't find that in places like LA, uh, unfortunately. So I'm always looking for um, places that specialize in the slice, because you can always find cheap fast eats if they have slices of pizza there, so. 
What I love about what Brooklyn does is that you can get a, a Nepalese-style uh, pizza, the wood fire, but you can get it with mole or something like that, you know? Um, and I just think that, again, that thing we always talk about, that confluence of culture, that third culture, you know? I think it's really cool that Brooklyn does that. And uh, you got a full bar and a venue next door, so. You guys want to see upstairs? Yeah, that would be great. I guess these are photos of like yeah, back yeah. in the day. So right here we have the uh, venue upstairs right here. We have a full license bar as well here. Um, and then we have the stage right here. It gets really busy too. Really, really busy. Yeah. And we always have like lots of different shows like punk, salsa night, Argentina night, rock, indie, you name it. <laughs> A couple of old bands from like back in the day, like in the 80s, like Los Lobos, they performed here. Sonny and Cher, they performed here. Wow. Circle Jerks. You have Lalo Guerrero right here. Uh, the Plugs, which is another famous uh, early Latino punk band. Oh my God, Celia Cruz performed here. She's a legend, as you know. Okay, we got one more stop, all right? Mariscos Jaliscos, one of LA's most beloved taco trucks for seafood tacos, but they do have some indoor space, so hopefully we can take advantage of that. And that's coming up after the break, y'all. Stick with us. Support for LAS comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or The Hard Way to Enlightenment by Conrad Wolf and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on consecutive Fridays, now through May 31st. More information at nortonsimon.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Playhouse, presenting Jelly's Last Jam. When Jelly Roll Morton's soul is forced to face the music, the self-proclaimed inventor of jazz is left at the ultimate crossroads. This lively musical follows the journey from the back alleys of New Orleans to the sparkling stages of New York, featuring a sizzling bandstand, electrifying tap dancing, and soulful tunes. On stage for four weeks only, Jelly's Last Jam. Performances begin May 29th. Tickets available now at PasadenaPlayhouse.org. Okay, Brian, we're here at Mariscos Jaliscos, the famed Boyle Heights-based Mariscos truck along Olympic Boulevard right here, just on the border of Boyle Heights. Okay. In case all the haters are out there are like, are you really in Boyle Heights? We are. We're still in Boyle Heights. Yes. What would you like to order? Yo quiero uno de camarón y uno de pescado. Okay. Uh, no avocado. No avocado. How do you feel about oysters? Wow, we're getting fancy here on Cheap Fast Seats. I will say, this is not the first time we order oysters on the show. No. We did it last time at another taco truck. We did. We did, yeah. These ones are a little bit different, though. Because, uh, uh, as you can see from the picture right there, uh, they come with uh, shrimp and octopus on top. It's a big old party. I'm always down for a party, God. Let's do it. Okay. That's not true, but okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, do we need to run down what we're all eating? Okay. So, Brian, why don't you start? What did you order? I ordered a shrimp taco, which is a taco dorado con salsa and shrimp inside. Sin avocado. 
without avocado, yes. And then what else? Oh, What's and then this? I have a tostada de pescado. Um, it has tomato, cilantro, onion, um, some lime, and it gave you two tostadas because it's usually soggy. We also have these uh, delicious oysters on the half shell. This is a uh, half a dozen, and um, three of them are topped with uh, a piece of raw shrimp. The other are topped with uh, uh, octopus, and then a uh, aguachile right here, which is another similar to a ceviche uh, with a red salsa and uh, some beautiful fanned out pieces of avocado on there. Let's um, let's take for a minute and talk about this specific kind of taco because, yes, it is a tortilla with protein, but there's also so much more. It's a little different than would say like a, a quote-unquote shrimp taco that you might get at your corner mariscos. You know, there's a much more added crunch, texture, you know, different flavors going on. Um, and it's very specific to the area the family who owns mariscos, Jaliscos, is from. From San Juan de los Lagos. Okay. Yeah. Lagos. It's actually from a co-worker of ours. Okay. His brother used to sell mariscos and from what we know he invented the tacos, but his brother has passed and he's the one that brought it over here. Okay. Our co-worker. My name is Rosie Ortega and we're here at Mariscos Jalisco. This is my dad's business, so I've been here since it started and it's been here over 20 years. But it's not like an ensalada shrimp no, taco or no. something like that. I could say veggies and shrimp, and we deep fry the taco. You can tell us it's a secret. Can you say that? It is the secret, the secret ingredient also. <laughs> um, I'm gonna order uh, two more to go for for my wife. Yeah, okay. I, I gotta take him home to Long Beach. Thanks to Gav Sabran for showing us around Boyle Heights, and thank you to the businesses we visited today, Pioneer Chicken. Brooklyn Avenue Pizza, and Mariscos Jaliscos. If you want to know more Cheap Fast Eats Boyle Heights, Brian's going to put a link to my story in the show notes. Love it. This episode was produced by Evan Jacoby. Erica Washington helped with social media today. Our other team members include Megan Botel, Victoria Alejandro, and Monica Bushman. Our executive producer is Megan Larson. Our engineer is Hasmik Pagosian. And I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Catch y'all next time. I got my shrimp tacos to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect ender. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. All right, you ready? Are we, do Are we good? We're good. Yes? Okay. Yes. Should we hug? All right. Bye. Bye. Oh. All right. <laughs> The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.